Is Instagram really the problem? Or could it be is the way we use it? Let's talk about this. Welcome to Cheers to Your Prosperity, a show where I stole the tea, <laughs> I mean coffee, on what it takes to keep more of your hard-earned money without sacrificing the things you love. We'll talk about how to use the principles of wealth, money mindset, spirituality, and more to enhance your financial skill set. I'm your host, Chiyama Njaku. I'm an 18-year accountant and a financial coach. Here's something else I'd love for you to know. I've experienced financial rock bottom and have climbed my way out of it. What that means to you is that I walk my talk and I look forward to sharing my experiences as well as observations from my work with clients to help you walk yours. Y'all, I believe we all have a right to prosper. With that said, enjoy the show and let's go. Hi everyone, my name is Chiyama. Feel free to call me Chi or Chi Chi. And welcome or welcome back to Cheers to Your Prosperity. I want to just give a quick introduction as to who I am in case you are listening to me for the first time. My background, I am an accountant and I'm also a financial coach. And my jam is about helping entrepreneurs and business owners keep more of their hard-earned money without sacrificing the things that they love. Examples of that include coffees. Those of you who know me, I know I'm not about cutting the coffees. No, no ma'am, no sir, no people. Okay. <laughs> we don't cut coffees. We don't need to cut vacations. We, we don't need to be cheap with ourselves to have money because that's you being in service to money. What you need to do is actually prioritize and make money work for you. And so that's essentially what this discussion is a continuation of, right? Because it might seem like I'm talking about social media, which I am. But what this podcast is really about, all of my podcast is about talking about everything that impacts and influences our finances. Just to, speaking of background, just to add on to that, what you all didn't know or some of you didn't know is I began my career, my accounting career as an auditor. And so that's looking into what we call controls, like how do we make sure that someone, when they hand a report, like what's the process of that that ultimately feeds into the finances? So Instagram, interestingly enough, about so social media, I know for a lot of businesses, social media, specifically Instagram, is part of their business. And how that's used or the result of that impacts and influences our finances. So this discussion is actually important. Yes. The reason why I'm speaking to this is that I, I've noticed that especially this year, 2022, there's been a general discontent from a lot of people about Instagram, just frustrated with the algorithm changes and also now the focus and emphasis on reels only. And I'm, I'm there with you, or so I thought. But I'll tell you how I'm there with you. There was a time, I don't have up to a thousand followers. I think I'm about 10 to 15 short. But when I had even just 500 followers, I would really have to say that my, my, engage, my community was very alive. It was, it, I got a lot of likes, as in like 75 or more. 
Um, I eventually worked my way up to 100, 150, and then the algorithm changed. And that was, I noticed, late last year. My engagement went from a nice, healthy 50 to 150, thanks to me jumping into the reels. And that was when it was 15 to 30 seconds to now my engagement dropping to 10. 10 if I'm pretty good, 20. And it felt like I was starting all over again. And at that time too, what how Instagram helped me and, and ultimately impacted and influenced my finances, I had to think about that, is that Instagram was like a portfolio. So between the years 2020 to late 2021, Instagram was a gateway for me getting invited to host workshops um, get on a lot of podcasts. I feel like I'm, like I'm missing something, but Instagram was actually pretty, was like a portfolio, like an online visual resume. And so it, it brought me in for, for quite a few things on online. So it was fun for that. Then the algorithm changed and, and, uh, well that dried up. And also I, that's when I, around the time I started this podcast. And so I wasn't exactly relying on Instagram per se, because I couldn't. <laughs> my engagement dropped. And so it just felt like I had to sell my soul after a while and be someone I'm not in order to keep my engagement alive from a business perspective. And then also on a personal level slash social level, the people I connected with, I couldn't find them anymore. So it just seemed like a lot of you were echoing that sentiment earlier this year in that your engagement dropped drastically, despite having a lot more people than me. Like some of you have 10,000 or more and I look and see the transition where you had sometimes a thousand likes and it dips down to 20. I can imagine how frustrated a lot of you are, especially if that was helping you in your business. And then also now this, this feeling that you have to do things just to keep getting attention. And I remember someone that I'm actually now receiving service from putting out an, a reel saying he just feels that he has to do something that's just not who he is just to get the attention. So we're going to, I'm going to dive in and talk this through because I did say it couldn't be the way we're using Instagram. And what I'm hinting at is I realized I had a couple conversations actually trying to solve my Instagram slash marketing problem. And one of the conversations opened up a door that said, that showed me that I was putting Instagram on a pedestal. When I've been on other guest pods, I speak about putting tools on a pedestal, be it the waving of sage or journaling and meditating. And meaning we're expecting the tools to work for us instead of, sorry, us to work for the tools, instead of using the tools to serve us. What I'm saying is Instagram, is a, if we're business, Instagram is a tool. We don't work for Instagram. Otherwise, we'd be receiving a paycheck from them. So Instagram is our partner. And Instagram needs to work for us to enhance our business so we can keep that partnership. Because at the end of the day, Instagram wants us to be on its platform. So if, if we're busy serving Instagram and forgetting that we are business owners, and that's what I realized, I forgot I have a business to run. And I'm busy trying to now fit in with Instagram. That's giving myself another job. So that's, that's why I'm saying for me, I don't think Instagram is the problem. My problem is I need to pivot and I'm refusing to do so 
And as a result, and that it's basically how I've been using Instagram. So I'm willing to shift how I'm using Instagram to make it work for me instead of the other way around. So now let's talk this through. This all began really, yes, back to just acknowledging the beginning of this year where I just noticed a general discontent with social media, specifically Instagram. And I started to listen to other podcasts and discussions about this because I was trying to solve my own problem. And there was one podcast, which um, I forgot the name of it, but she was talking about helping people get off of Instagram, like transition and, and realize that there's more to business and life than Instagram. And so I was listening to her speak and it was like, wow, I didn't realize how attached and connected I am to this platform that someone would actually, there need to be like a support group to help me get off and realize that I'm okay without Instagram. I'm not missing out. And I don't think Instagram controls me that much. It's just for me personally, it is my favorite social media platform. And there was a time I just thought truthfully, all of them were the same. All of them are using hashtags and whatnot. So I'm like, I might as well pick the one that I enjoy the most. And for me, that was Instagram. And when I say all of them, I, I included LinkedIn with this. Um, I've now come to understand that LinkedIn is its own. I think LinkedIn actually went through a bit of an identity crisis, just like we could say Instagram continues to go through one. But LinkedIn has found its own lane. So I'm actually looking at LinkedIn again. So fast forward quite a few months. It's now August and I happened to stumble upon another podcast called Multi-Passionate Mastery by Deanna Joy. And she has a beautiful episode about her experience with Instagram. And this episode was really the catalyst that got me thinking, is this, is it really how I'm using Instagram? Because how I use Instagram, again, impacts and influences my finances. If you are a business owner, social media impacts and influences your finances. So the powerful message she had on her podcast was really like a call to action for me to remember why I have Instagram, why I'm on this podcast, why I continue to be a guest on other podcasts, why I get on agree to workshops or host my own, and why I'm seeking more in-person events. And that reason, that call to action, that reminder is I have a message to share. I told you all at the top of this episode that I am for entrepreneurs and business owners and helping them keep more of their hard-earned money without the sacrifice, the unnecessary sacrifice that we know of. And really what I'm saying is I'm here to help. I'm here to serve but I also desire to be seen and heard. So it is frustrating when you have a message to share that some computer program is dictating who sees it and how often. And basically it's like, it's saying that I'm not good enough. And so it presents a whole nother challenge, really. It, it does something to the mind, right? Your mind starts to spiral. My desire to be seen and heard is not egoic person. That's what she, Deanna said on her podcast. It's not, it's not about the ego. It's not about trying to be a wannabe celebrity. 
it's just that we're on a mission and, and this is a passion, really. It, it's a passion. It goes beyond popularity as you see a need. So when I say I help people keep more of their hard-earned money without the sacrifice, it's not a tagline. It's not an elevator pitch. I'm telling you how I serve you. It's not, oh, so you're still a bookkeeper. No, it's not, oh, you're still an accountant. No, I'm telling you how I use the vehicle of accounting and financial coaching to help you keep more of your hard-earned money and that you don't have to sacrifice the things that you love. I hope that's now clear. What's driving that is that just keeping it 100, there's still a wounded little girl. And this wounded little girl is remembering the times that her parents couldn't come to her tennis matches and her track meets and other recitals because they were working. And why were they working? Because they had to keep the lights on. They had to make sure that I had a car to drive so I can get to my matches. They were working hard to make money and they didn't know how to manage it. So they chose to work hard for the money. And I, none of this mindset bullshit right now. Okay. Sometimes you do what you can for your kids and you don't know another way. So for them, they did the best they can. And the thing is though, me as a little girl, I was alone. Other parents were there with their kids. I was always by myself. And I said I was okay with it, but I really wasn't. If I'm to be honest, there are many times I was embarrassed. And you know what, y'all? I was good at my sports. I always brought home a medal. I always brought home some kind of trophy. And I never had anyone there to celebrate it with me. So coming forward as an adult, I, I felt unworthy. I don't often share my wins because I feel like no one cares, honestly. And yes, I'm my own champion, but I would like to share that with someone. So it is a learning for me right now to be a bit more open because I also know that not everybody respects um, when someone opens up. They don't treat it with care and consideration. And so I'm saying this that, that I help entrepreneurs and business owners because this wounded little girl wants to also prevent another child from being by him, her, or themselves. I want to do my part to keep families together because I now work with parents, specifically single parents that are working so hard and they're so sick and tired of not having anything to show for their hard work and they make good money, but they don't see anything from it. And they want to take a vacation without feeling like garbage. They want to buy a house that they've been struggling for years to get a down payment for their house, get credit worthy for their growing family. They want to make memories with their kids. They want to even take a, get a massage and get their nails done or buy a, a simple Timex watch so they can tell time to get a reliable car. See, my clients, like six, seven figures, all that ego stuff online, they're beyond that. They're, for them, it's like it's about building a legacy and creating a life that they weren't able to have, they want to be better. So that's what I'm now, now you all are knowing a little bit about me. We're going beyond the whole, we're standing behind between you and your hundred K. Look, I'm not trying to mock that. That's just not what I'm for. 
I'm, I'm going, I'm saying, I'm calling it deeper. I'm calling it deeper. Maybe that's deep for you, but I'm going deeper. So when I say I have a message to share, now I hope you hear that message loud and clear. And you can imagine my frustration when a social media platform called Instagram did well to help me spread that message up until last year. Now it's telling me that, hey, that message is not sexy enough. I need to make a a funny comedian-like thing. I, I need to, to do street dancing. I need to point in the middle of my living room to the air and create bubbles to send my message. That's what I need to do. And when I did those few reels kind of like that, it took so much time. And when I look at time, my value, how that shows up on my financials once that algorithm changed, it wasn't worth it. Because now that's time taken away from my existing clients that rely on me. And so the game changes. And I'm giving it to some spending more and more time on a platform that's putting a lot of barriers between me and the people who need my work. So I'm feeling pushed off of Instagram at this point when I'm saying it like this. And so that's a problem I have with Instagram. And going on, just as business owners, this is what this is now what I get annoyed, like what I'm annoyed with when it comes to Instagram as a service-based business owner. It's what I see my colleagues go through. I see the growing desperation on my colleagues, the insecurity. I see it. I see you all now starting to reveal private information that, that their clients share, post it on your stories and say, hey, these are the conversations that we're having in our groups. I see you all trying to film every aspect of your life to show how cool you are. You all are sharing your bank balance and launch numbers, thinking that that's the reason why people sign up for your programs, because it's all about you. You're creating false narratives in this fake rich life, basically. And the thing is, I'm someone who's been there and done that. Because now you have more experienced buyers where we see past that. I'm going to speak for a lot of us because that's that's the discussion we have. We don't care about your launch numbers. I don't care about your new car. I mean, yay, doesn't mean I have issues with money. Do do you all see me showing off my jewelry and my cars? No, because I know that my message is not about me. It's about you. So when I see all that narcissism, but you're telling me that your service can help me, it's it's a mismatch. But I know why you do that. And that's because of the pressures of the platform. There's the pressure to be an influencer. And that's me hitting the nail on the head. I feel pressured to be an influencer instead of being a business owner. And that for me is why I'm tapping out of Instagram. I am not an influencer. I'm a business owner. So that brings me to the part of of this discussion where let me tell you what the difference is between an influencer and a business owner. And I want to tease this out to make it clear. I like Instagram. I'll explain that in a second. I actually like Instagram, business aside. 
So the difference between an influencer and a business owner slash entrepreneur, an influencer gets paid for large views. Like having a big community is what an influencer needs. Getting a lot of attention, that's what an influencer needs because they get paid for that by way of of brand deals and sponsorships or even affiliates. The larger their communities, the better. So that's an influencer. Here's the biggest difference though between an influencer and then an entrepreneur or business owner. The influencer's audience stays on social media. That's right. There's no other platform. So the influencer's audience is on social media. Now, the entrepreneur or business owner, on the other hand, the audience, the paying audience eventually comes off of social media. So for us, for someone like me, we get paid for a product or a service. We don't need a large community for that. I have never needed a large community for that, actually, and never. So for us, because we're the business owner and entrepreneur, we need to create relationships with the people that connect to us, deeper ones. Influencers don't need, it's, it's a numbers game. Business owners, entrepreneurs, yes, you'll say it's a numbers game. But think about the people who you closer, closely work with. Even if you have a, a group program, you're still building a relationship, a deeper one. Our content should be used. This is my opinion. This is what I think and what I want to do more of. Our content, we have a message to share. It should be used to educate, to inform. Dare I say it, challenge views. Because you're solving people's problems. Versus an influencer, and I follow several of them. They, they'd sell anything. <laughs> they sell anything. Anyone, they get free stuff and they're, they're showing it off. There's really no brand loyalty. Entrepreneur and business owner, we are loyal to our message, what we're about. So that's what our content should be for. Not showing what coffee shop you're working out of today. And so, yes, to deepen our connection The evidence of a deeper connection would look like an email list, if not a client or your group program. So that's evidence, right? So just to be clear, I want to repeat this again and put in a parallel. A large audience is not required to sell because a large audience does not mean more money as in having more money. Okay, here's the parallel. More revenue also does not mean having more money. So there's, I'm, sh- I'm showing the different, the, like I'm paralleling Instagram. Your large following does not necessarily mean you make more money. More revenue does not mean you make more money either. So it's the quality the deeper connections, that's what translates into dollars. And so I I understand, like, I think really before 2020, it was the large audience that translated to dollars. But I saw this shift where now with much more people in Instagram and really online now, since the world shut down briefly by comparison, it's a long time to me, but... (laughs) 
is now it seemed like to stand out, it's about quality versus quantity. So I feel like with Instagram, what I'm getting at is the there's my old way, which was trying to grow my following because I maybe that's what was working and I thought I had to do. But perhaps as I'm thinking about it, I need to shift and really emphasize more quality and not quantity and let go of the fact that I don't have a huge following because I never needed to in the first place. Now, all this aside, I mentioned that I do like Instagram. It is my most favorite platform. Um, It served me on a social level, business aside. In, In fact, it's like, I love how outside of my business, it's I've been able to connect to people that I ordinarily would not have had the opportunity to. Like, how cool is it to be able to actually start befriending people that live in a different time zone and a different country? That's cool. I've actually connected and made quite a few friends online through Instagram specifically. And one of my, I'm happy that, to say that Instagram has actually supported me in my New Year's resolution, which was to form deeper connections with people. Who knew I'd do it online and through social media? So social media, Instagram as a social media platform is actually helping me be more social. I've actually met, I've joined, I've, I've connected with people who are stand-up paddlers. They meet regularly in where I live. I had no idea that was going on. If it wasn't for Instagram, I would have no idea that this was a thing. Another thing too, I'm I'm wanting to get back out there and travel. I'm following all these travel accounts. Specifically, I'm following Scottish accounts, Icelandic accounts, because for some reason, Scotland has a special place in my heart. I've been a few times in the past. Iceland, I've never seen land of fire and ice. I've always wanted to go there. There's a fascination. And so to actually start forming conversations with the people that have tours or just share their photos. And then they're asking me for my photos, the Scottish accounts, they're asking me, like I actually shared photos with one person, just having a conversation on the DMs. It was fun. I was like, this is so great. This person is talking to me like a human being. And then it's a bit of place for me to learn. I've learned different perspectives. Um, I, I'm actually connecting to things that I never thought I would connect to. Like I'm a yogi. I thought I knew breath work, but I have a breath work coach now, thanks to Instagram. Um, speaking of yogi, I found a yoga style for me, thanks to Instagram. I've actually formed a deeper connection with the city that I live in, thanks to Instagram. So it's just been a great platform for just helping me have fun. But here's the thing. Why is it on a social level? It's fun. But when it comes to my business, it's not fun. And so I had to examine that within myself. On a social level, perhaps the reason why it's become fun is that these accounts show me who they are. Like it's genuine. Remember how I mentioned that what I didn't like was just watching my colleagues do these desperate acts just to get attention and how I felt pressure to pretty much be doing the same, like basically saying I have to be an influencer. 
These accounts are not that. They're not influencers. Even the, the influencers are being themselves. But these accounts, they're service. They're different service. They're not coaches. They're not consultants. They're tour guides. They're photographers. Um, they sell lip gloss. Um, they do health. Of course, I mentioned breath work. And but they're themselves. There's no desperation. It's education. So that's what I caught into, actually. So that's the second thing. They educate. They, they were sparking conversations. One of them actually talked about the slap with Will Smith and Chris Rock. Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. And their perspective on it was just so genius to me. It was like, I never thought about it this way. And it was an education on the male perspective. I never saw it that way. Another thing is they actually talk to me like a person. There's no hard sales. There's none of that at all. I'm not a business transaction. And then the final thing that I would say I noticed is that the accounts on a social level, they're very confident about who they are. They're confident. There's no, that, that I see that very clearly. By contrast, I mentioned like, like the, the cult coaches and consultants, I have to stress this. I don't see us, because I've, I've, I'm calling myself out on this too, I don't see us really sharing our service, really sharing the client wins, really addressing the common, the, the common topics. Everyone just sounds the same. It's, 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 it's always talking about how um, you don't believe in yourself enough. Instead of speaking to what could be shaking some of our beliefs, what's going, what are we facing in the world today? We're not addressing that or speaking to that. I think for me, I just realized because I see an in, a, a business owner wanting to be an influencer, but then trying to sell their business service or product, it's a mismatch and I don't have the trust. And it triggers me because, again, I feel like that's, we feel like we have to be that way. And maybe if I could bring some of the joy that I have on a social level to my business, I could actually enjoy Instagram a bit more. So one more thing I thought about now, because I'm, ta I'm talking about how it seems like some of us are pressured into behaving a certain way, you know what? Instagram is actually responding to the way that we use the platform. They make features that are commonly used available. Hence why it's all reels. They saw how that took off. That and maybe they're trying to also compete with TikToks. I think the, the parent company tried to buy TikTok, if I may. I believe that's correct. Yeah. Facebook tried to buy TikTok. TikTok is like, nope. Instagram is like, fine. We'll create our own TikTok so we can keep more people on the platform. That's why. They don't want people to jump ship. So I then believe if you're not happy with Instagram, you have the power to change. Like, we can complain about it all we want, but if we don't change our actions, like how we use Instagram, nothing, Instagram is not going to respond. 
let me tell you how we have the power. Cause this is, this is what came to me. If you recall, there was a show called Lucifer. At least, I don't know if any of you have heard of it, but just telling the story that the person who played Lucifer, it's a hilarious show to me. And he is Tom, Tom Ellis. Lucifer, at least in the U S was played on a station called Fox and it was canceled, but there was a huge fan base. And so the fans petitioned for Lucifer to return. Netflix heard the fans and Lucifer came back on Netflix now for additional seasons. So if you've never watched Lucifer, it is on Netflix. This happened. Lucifer came back because of the fans, as in the people had the power, the ability to create change. So that's why I'm saying it is very possible that if we don't like the way TikTok, TikTok, Instagram, which is trying to be TikTok, <laughs> is, is, is carrying on, we can change it. We have that power, collectively, that is. How about another movie, a superhero movie called Justice League? The original director had to step down because of a family emergency, a family tragedy, that is. So another director took over. I actually didn't mind that first, that rather first slash second version in theaters, but fans wanted the Snyder cut. The director, the original director is called Zack Snyder. So guess what? Zack Snyder heard the fans, released his version. And after watching his version, I thought it was so much better. Dark as hell, but so much better. <laughs> And, but here's that, that's yet another example of how the people, the viewers had the ability to create change. So that's what I'm really saying with this. If we don't like Instagram, let's change the way we're using it so that it's used in our favor. That is as business owners. So this is what I'm pledging to do going forward when it comes to this platform. Me personally, I'm a business owner. I'm not an influencer. I'm a business owner. So I'm removing myself from any influencer type activity. So I'm going to tell you what, what that means. As in, I'm not going to be sharing my behind the scenes. Y'all don't care about my spreadsheets. If you want a spreadsheet lesson, uh, tips and tricks, we can talk about that. I'm not showing me my behind the scenes. You don't care about that. I am not going to share where I'm working out of. I am not going to be pointing in the middle of the room to nothing and putting in captions. I unfortunately will not be creating a telenovela, real type real, unless I feel I feel like it and it's in line. I'm not going to waste time and energy that could be used for my clients just to be relevant on Instagram. But yet that, that does not translate to my financials. That takes away from my financials. So I'm actually, sorry, I'm also going to add this. I will not be showing off my cars. That's not what I'm about. I'm not showing off any jewelry. I'm not showing off a vacation home. I won't be showing those things off unless, unless it is relevant to how I serve you and something you need to know. See, I'm going to be myself. I'm a business owner. 
So what I will post are lessons. If I buy a car, it won't be, hey, look at my new car. It'll be, this is how I got it and how you can too. So there will be a money lesson, something that helps you. And if you want to go deeper, we work together. If I got a jewelry or a bauble and it's relevant to the time at hand, it's a teaching on how to get said jewelry or bauble. I will be showing more client case studies. It's time. I owe you all that much. So I'll be showing some, some, some case studies about what it, before and after for managing money. And even talking through some common mindset things. Can't wait to share the new level, new devil. I'm not only going to be showing wins. I'm going to be showing what happens once you hit the win and the problems that do come up because that's important. I really want you all to see yourselves in my work. So, and yes, I'll do better to be more social. I know, I understand social media is showing off some of the things that are, that I like or that are relevant to me. So I'm doing better to show things like, whether it's coffee or any hobbies, but it's always got to be relevant to, you know, who I am as a person, of course. And really being of service to you. Because I understand social media, look, it's me getting to, you all getting to know me and vice versa. And I, I want to make an effort to comment more thoughtfully. Like when you all send a comment to me, not just give an emoji or say thanks, but just give a little bit more verbiage to that. So in light of that too, I'm going to start treating Instagram the way I want to be treated. So I'll continue to connect to accounts that inspire me. I won't hold back if something is thoughtful and interesting, I'll comment. And as I feel compelled, if it's a natural progression, I'll, I'll take it to the DMs. And I just won't hesitate. You know, again, this is being myself. It's like a natural thing. Um, I won't be in my head as to whether or not like, it's appropriate or whatnot. I'm just being myself. That's my pledge with social media. I choose to use it as a tool that supports my business, not as something that takes away from my business and has me being and behaving inauthentically. Now, there's some people, referring back to the podcast I mentioned, Deanna Joy, where she's like, I'm done. You might have hit your wall and said, that's it. And I applaud you for any decision you make. Because at the end of the day, this is really about making a decision about what's best for you. You don't have to be on social media, y'all. You don't need it. Yeah, everyone's on it, but you don't need social media to be in business. I promise you. Do it because that's what's right for you. So if you choose to leave, I think that's awesome. She chose to leave because she realized that it just wasn't supporting her in her business. It was taken away from it. She has a message to share. So she's not going to let some social media platform get in the middle of that. I think that's awesome. For me, as you now know, I'm not ready to leave. But I'm also, so what I'm not going to do is, is be someone I'm not. Sorry to be repetitive. 
So I'm still choosing to stay. I just choose to use Instagram differently, authentically, as a business owner. And we'll see how that goes. Because it does impact and influence my finances. So this is something I have to keep reviewing. So I hope this discussion helps you all. I just chose to to talk about it because, again, I, I just saw that this was really a topic of discussion and, and kind of a source of frustration for a lot of coaches, consultants, service-based business owners. But then um, I just wanted to give my two cents and, and see if perhaps is it really social media or, or Instagram or is it the way you're using it? If you all want to connect further, don't hesitate to connect with me. I'll go ahead and um, leave how you can connect to me. I'll actually leave my calendar link in, in the show notes. And I'll also put my website as well so you all can take a look at what I do. And of course, my Instagram hand, Instagram, not grand, Instagram handle also in the show notes. But with that said, I've really enjoyed this conversation. I always am super grateful for when you all tune in and and your comments and just general care and consideration. So let's keep the conversation going, shall we? And so with that said, I do believe we all have a right to prosper. Thanks again for your time. And I look forward to our next chat. Take care and cheers to your prosperity. Bye.